Hi everyone and welcome to SAMA. SAMA stands for Spooky Ask Me Anything. We invite an expert to talk about the chosen subject and viewers are encouraged to ask questions. Today's guest is Masaki Niagawa from, from Akeda.com. Uh, from this side she can support Masaki by purchasing the projects he hand makes. The subject for this week's SAMA is Holographic Universe, Energetics and Health. Masaki has been making organ pyramids and energy tools for over four years, including some for use with spooky radionics made by Burkana Labs. He is a long-time Spooky Tree supporter and enjoys sharing his knowledge so everyone can benefit. Masaki lives in Los Angeles and works full-time developing his healing products. So welcome to the show Masaki and thank you for your time. Um, if you can tell us please what energy healing is and how it can be used to restore health and well-being. Okay, well first uh, I have to say Thanks to you, John, and the Spooky2 team. I never expected to be on here, and it's a complete honor because really I consider myself a user. I've developed some tools to work with Spooky Radionics, but yeah, um, I would say that what you guys are working with is, is from the technical side, but you're really uh, reaching the energetic layer, right? So in the standard uh, Western medical practice, which most of us, if we're sick, we go to the hospital, right? They're dealing mainly with the symptoms, right? But right. actually, if you have a true understanding of uh, reality, th these are two halves, the physical 3D manifestation and the energetic field. It's two halves. So if you're only dealing with the physical, you're only, <laughs> you're only working with half of the equation, right? And, you know, Chinese medicine of course has acupuncture, uh, they talk about the chi and so forth, the meridians, and they often emphasize a preventative medicine, which is actually you're, you're working with the root first. And this, this is, uh, you know, so th this all connects back to some of the things that Spooky2 is working with, which is the rifing. But I, I came in about uh, one that's, that was a little bit after you guys introduced the remote. So this is the famous Spooky 2, the, the white remote. This is the one I usually use. And, uh, well, you know, rifing, it's a, it's a healing modality uh, using frequency. And Rife, Royal Raymond Rife, who developed the, the Rife system, he was using a plasma tube, right? So that I think I think everybody's seen either the Spooky Central or they, they might be familiar with the novelty plasma sphere, you know? As kids, we touch it and you see this, the plasma streamers come out, right? Well, plasma produces radio waves and that will hit the body and um, heal the body that way, right? You're, you're getting transmission of the, the radio waves. Rife used that. Then there was uh, also, I would say, the majority of the frequency healing connected to rifing through the decades before Spooky. They're using the contact mode, right? You have the two electrical contacts, so you're actually running the current through your body. But then 
was really amazing is you guys developed the quantum remote, which is using the scalar wave. This is, you know, there's many names for it. Some people call it zero point, but this is a holographic method of transmitting the signal to the body. And uh, one of the advantages, I would say, because I, as far as I've seen on the forum, the Spooky2 forum, most people do use the remote. Even if they use contact mode, because of our modern lifestyle, we're on the go, right? If you're, even if you're using the Spooky Central or the plasma transmission, you have to dedicate time to sit in front of the setup, right? But if you're driving to work, if you're at work, even if you're on the other side of the world, away from your home, where your Spooky 2 setup is, you can still receive healing through the remote, right? And so it's very convenient. Now, the way that the, the remote works, though, is it's very different than the other two, two modes, the plasma and the contact mode, right? So how does this work? It's basically working through the principle of the holographic universe or we call the quantum entanglement. So we typically take our fingernail clippings or DNA sample, we'll put it in the remote, right? And as soon as the frequency starts, the scalar coil creates a wave and it's gonna hit the sample you put in there. So your, finger, your fingernail clippings or the DNA sample you put in there being a holographic piece of you as soon as that sample receives the frequency, it holographically entangles in any piece of you in the whole world, even if you went to the other side of the globe, instantaneously is going to start receiving that frequency. And this, this is what Einstein did not like. He said, you know, what you're talking about is spooky action. This doesn't happen to serious physicists. You know, we don't believe in this. But actually... In the modern, see, because this is not your standard, you know, electricity or electromagnetic wave. It's a subtle energy or a holographic energy. And it, it works on um, these fields, which they call scalar, they call zero point, the quantum. They're very difficult to measure, although now you know, the science and, and the instrumentation is getting to the point where they, they are starting to measure these subtle fields. But basically, this holographic principle uh, is very powerful because it's not even based on scale. Th this tiny remote, I mean, how big is this? You know, it's very small. But just using this and a, and a tiny piece, maybe even one fingernail, you can send a healing frequency. Uh, it's like no distance dimension, right? So it's very convenient. This concept of, uh, of an interconnectedness goes back to all cultures. So I think many people are familiar with the Chinese medicine, right? They call qi. Even my name, Masaki, qi in <laughs> Japanese is qi, right? So uh, qi, qi, same thing. It's the energy. Uh, the Vedic system or the Indian, Indian system, they say prana. The Polynesians said mana. So it, many cultures have this idea 
of uh, ever-present energy that ran through all things. It was invisible, but it was like a, a motive force that underlied all of existence, right? So this is something that now is coming out in in many fields is this this holographic understanding and i think that that the the west because we live in in the modern world is basically based on the model of western europe right and so the power of the west is is an extreme yang culture like the yin yang system so uh it's it's almost like an aries right in the, the astrological science, it's, it's very forceful, moving forward. It's innovative. It's a doer, right? Breaking the new thing. But it's extreme left brain where, you know, it's only if we can quantify it, if we can measure it, if we can touch it, if we can feel it, right? Uh, well, that works if you're dealing with the 3D world. But what if you're only dealing with half of the equation, right? So I, I think that the scientific method, I think that's very valid, and I actually appreciate people that are skeptical because we want to test things. We want to, to understand things through scientific method. But, you know, uh, there's this principle in the esoteric. They say, as above, so below. And so a lot of things, they start at the energetic level, and they descend down to the physical 3D. Just like when you're, you're using the quantum remote, you're sending it to uh, the quantum field or you're using the scalar wave, right? And these are, it's like a precursor wave to the 3D, you know, electromagnetic energies. It's, it's a much more powerful because it, it precedes it. So, uh, you know, this understanding will come. It's happening now. And, it, it, you know, it's coming from people like you and, and Spooky because, you know, people are using this to actually uh, see the effects with their, their eye, you know, so. The problem, of course, though, Masaki, is people have to overcome their formal training and, right. um, and, and widen their vision and realize there's more to life than what they've been taught through their high school and university training. And it's it's people like you that need to sort of spread the word and and uh, and uh, tell them there's a there's actually a bigger picture. Well, well, you know, uh, I would say that uh, you know, actually, I came to Spooky because I've had many health problems through the years. So actually, uh, disease, or they say dis-ease when you're out of balance, uh, disease is actually a teacher. So a lot of people they would never even think about or have any interest in rifing or these kinds of things or you know scalar energies but you know sometimes life life's path leads you in interesting directions so um it's the trend it's what's happening but it's also there's certain people that you know they they they're finally you know looking for solutions and they've tried all of the above board solutions you know and oh. if you have a broken bone or you need surgery, I would say definitely go to the hospital. They're very good at that. But if you're dealing with chronic conditions, um, energetic problems, you know, the hospital doesn't really deal with that. So even, even emotions, because uh, I would say, because I do readings, I do esoteric readings, 
uh, everything, it, it, the, the physical manifestations are often mirrored in the personal life. So even emotions, your family situation, what happened to you in your early years, that is actually energy and it can be imprinted, the, the scalar energy imprints on things. It could actually be stuck energetically in your body. You know, it can manifest in later years. Hospitals, they um, quite often have pets that um, they give for a while to the patients so that they, they, they pet a dog and the dog, you know. Oh, yeah. And that's a form of healing too. It's a physical healing. The people have been, they do heal faster. Um, that's, so maybe the West is slowly sort of coming to realize it's more to healing than, um, than drugs, than to stitches. You know, if you can heal from within, heal from above, that would be a better approach, wouldn't it? Well, well you know, uh, people that are in the medical field, uh, I'm sure they would use something like uh, spooky, rifing, other energetic, uh, you know, biofeedback methods if they knew about them or they were part of the curriculum. But things have been sit, set up in a certain way where it's very regimented. It's more towards uh, industrial pharmacology and those sort of things. So it's not, it's not really the fault of the doctors. They probably just never knew about it or they were not taught about it. And, you know, this is also a great opportunity because this field of rifing, uh, the, the new millennium healing, the, the concepts use of quantum energies, this is a whole field that, you know, could be a, a PhD study, could spend, you know, a lifetime really getting into this. And it also bridges because the quantum, it, it's, uh, it, it, it's very difficult to quantify, right? And, and you, you, we'll talk about this later, but you actually become entangled with, you can't hold it out here and say A plus B equals C. No, you're actually part of it, especially when you get into the deeper workings of uh, the energy work. So this area, it not only bridges science, but it bridges metaphysics, which is, you know, for, for you know, using the remote, keep it simple, you know run the frequencies you need to run. But if you really get deeper into the, the philosophy and, and what's really moving these energies, you're starting to get oh, into the I'm realm not, of the, the yogis, sages, and seers. You know, it's all actually the same thing. Sorry, I just missed your last gems there that you were talking. It's just, it was just really getting interesting. Oh, I, I, I was just saying that, you know, uh, if, we're using, if you're using the remote and you're doing this, you know, basic rifing, just keep it simple. Don't you need? Oh. Don't need to think about it that much. Just A plus B equals C. What's the condition? We find the frequency. We run it right. But if you really start getting into the deeper levels of you know the implications of all this and how it actually works, you're starting to get into the area of metaphysics, which is more what the yogis, sages, and seers talked about. But actually, it's it's. It, it's just one. It's just another end of the spectrum. We just didn't have uh, the understanding of what they were actually talking about, you know. So until until today, we're, it, it's a cycle. We're coming back to an ancient understanding. the The future is the past is actually the future. <clears throat> but the but the problem, of course, now is that we've got such a huge establishment, which is not wanting this information out there. Uh huh that it's going to be harder for it to come this time around. Well, uh, let me tell you this. Uh, there's something called the 100th monkey effect. 
So it doesn't matter. Let's say, let's just say some country blocked these technologies, right? Mm. Well, you know, the human mind is actually all, the human being. Everybody on this planet is all connected. So it's going to just stop popping up everywhere, you know. And you know, I could tell you too. Uh, it may be a little bit crude, but if you had some wire from the hardware store, a simple frequency generator, you can start running any frequency. You know, it might be a little bit cruder than the spooky, but uh, I mean, you'd have to stop technology because actually, all of this it, just, it it's mainly coming from here. You know, the the amount of access that we have today compared to what Rye for Tesla or some of these people you know, a hundred years ago had, I mean, we have it easy, you know, we have it easy. Right. Okay. Um, I was wondering if we can discuss a bit um, about what other ways that people can uh, restore their health and, uh, and um, you know, um, you, you, on your site you sell pyramids, don't you? Yeah. Um, well, there's there's many ways that we can improve our life, right? So one way would be improving the health of your body with, say, the Spooky 2 system, rifing and so forth. An another aspect that, that we're all dealing with today, if you're in the modern world and not far out in the country somewhere, is a lot of electronic electromagnetic pollution. So uh, we have the cell phone towers, the Wi-Fi, which is like a mini cell tower in your house. And if yeah. you go look at the Wi-Fi uh, bar on your computer, you're going to see like 20 plus signals commonly. You know, Th these are all o overlapping energies that are very uh, chaotic and it leads to fatigue and so forth. But there's a spiritual law that for every move there's a counter move it's just like you know like aikido or jiu-jitsu if you know how to work the energies it's no problem if you just oh. it's off balance how do you restore the balance so yeah this is one of the things i got into and in, you know i think about four years ago uh started making uh orgone pyramids which it's, it's, it's beautiful a, it's a yeah this is a shungite pyramid and it's a very simple composite material it's uh, plastic resin right you have quartz crystal which is a natural amplifier and harmonizer it's used in industry in electronics for that reason right it's like a it's an oscillator it's a timer it's very coherent um, and then also uh, you can put other stones in there like I have shungite which is a natural balancer and then metal shavings or metal particles there's there's deep, deeper reasons I could get into like why it works, but basically these all create a harmonizing effect. So it's not like it shields out uh, the Wi-Fi and so forth, but what it does is it makes it more coherent, right? And it, and actually uh, intelligence, the true beauty and natural order, it's like a crystal. It's coherent. It has a it has a crystalline structure, right? So uh, what happens when you would have an energy tool like an orgone pyramid? Some people call it organite. I call it orgone pyramid. Better sleep, you know. Just in the fact that uh, you get better sleep will lead to better mood and better health because people day after day, week after week, months and years, they're not getting full sleep because of all the 
the electromagnetic interference, this, uh, ki these chaotic signals. Wow. So just from that, uh, boost dreams, meditation, things will come quicker. And I, I would put it to you like this. You know, I DJed for many years. So I think everybody's been to a party or a concert where the, the speaker system is very distorted and, you know, five minutes you want to get out of there, right? That's, that's because somewhere in the, the mixing board or the DJ or something, they're, they're pushing the signal too much. It's in the red. It's distorted. So the, the sound waves, they look jagged like this, right? That's the incoherence. That's that chaotic energy. Well, it's actually the same with electrical wiring, uh, with the Wi-Fi. These are sort of anti-biological signals. So when you have an energy tool or actually any um, area with a high scalar potential, right, the scalar energy that the spooky remote is using, it creates coherence, order, healing, because it's like that source field. So it's, yeah, I would say health is related to frequency. So if you have a high frequency or a high, the scalar, the so-called orgone energy, uh, you're going to have uh, a healthy, uh, safe area where, you know, your energetic space is coherent, high frequency. If you're living like a lot of people in the modern world today, you're actually at a low frequency and disease lives in a bandwidth. It's kind of a, it's a kind of a frequency battle. So if you're at a low frequency, you're going to find that you're going to have more disease. And I could talk more about how the human body is actually like a battery, but um, it's, all, it's all about energy, you know, high energy, low energy. Low energy is going to have disease. So what can the, how, how would one use a pyramid if their house has got Wi-Fi signals from the neighborhood passing through their home and possibly within the home itself? Uh, okay. How many pyramids? Well, uh, the, the first thing I would do, well, I would say at least one, and that would go on your bed stand. So the range, uh, well, there, there's two things. There's sort of an ionic range or a range where you really physically notice uh, an effect, right? And then there's a subtle energy range that goes for hundreds of meters. But I would say uh, putting a pyramid on your bed stand, you know, about this size, it, the range is about, I would say, four or five meters. So if it, if it's on your bed stand, you're covered, right? But after that, uh, you could put, you know, if, if you're a couple, you might put two pyramids, one on each side. Because sleep is the time when your body repairs and regenerates the most. So you're going to get the most effect, effect there. And then okay. you, could, you could cover a computer station, you know, your desk at work, and... Uh, I have a lot, you know, on the boundaries of the property, but it's basically being sovereign, owning your space because uh, these energies, they're actually invading your space. You, your, your personal space is getting pushed in, but, you know, it's just a matter of being conscious and making your sovereign kind of spiritual decision. You know, no, I'm, you know, in it, up to arm's length or my house is my castle. I have say over the energies in my space. So, and you can push that out, you know, to the house, to your yard, and so forth. And it, it's not only a healing in the sense of, you know, physically, uh, you're going to be 
more healthy, but mentally it makes a big change because I felt my life change when I started working with these pyramids because, and I would compare it to the spooky system too. There, there's many uh, things going on in the world today and it seems that we're helpless, right? It's like, well, what can I do as one person to affect change? Well, this is an example. When I make something with my hands, I actually make these pyramids with my hands, right? Develop them over the years, seeing how I can make them stronger and what the effects are. I make it with my hands, I send it out, and I get the feedback. Hey, I'm getting better sleep, you know? Or like, wow, you know, the, the, the mood in the house has totally changed. So this is, um, this is like direct feedback. It's real. It's one by one. But I, I actually affected a change, you know. And similarly, say with the Spooky 2 or, um, you know, taking the things into your own hands. It's like, you know, let's see. You know, I was on the forum actually for quite a while before I actually got my own Spooky 2 system. But I, I said, you know what, let's try this out. And it's like, wow, I am feeling a difference. And that's very liberating, you know. I would say always, uh, you know, I, I would say that, you know, right now I'm going to acupuncturist. So I still work with, you know, specialists in the field. But at the same time, I'm doing things um, that I can do, you know, and detoxing, running the white remote, you know, and it's kind of fun too. that element of play of like, oh, what haven't I tried yet? You know, or that's interesting. Let's let's try a biofeedback, see what pops up, you know, so um yeah, I, I would say that it, it's kind of self-empowering. That would be the bottom line. It's self-empowering. And a lot of things boil down to, you know, consent. E e even if you do not, if you don't say anything, by saying nothing, you are consenting. By all these frequencies being on you, um, not taking your own action, it, it's like you are giving consent because, you know, they say in court, ignorance of the law is no excuse. But if you do a little study, you do a little digging, you find out about Spooky 2, find out about, you know, pyramids, pyramid power and things like that. You know, it's not only fun, but you can actually see the effects, the changes in your own life. Is there, is there anything you can wear, Masaki, to also help if you're walking around during the day and you're not sure with them? Yeah, and, and well, this is, this is another thing, okay? I'm actually wearing one right now. Uh, some of the things that I use, I don't make myself, and I will freely tell people, you know, I don't make this, but you should check it out. Is uh, these are tensor rings? This is actually uh, Brian Besco. in North America, he's like the main man for this. But th these are just copper, copper wire, uh, cut to a sacred geometrical length, right? So this is just wire. This is probably no more than five dollars worth of material. But these are very powerful, but uh, it's difficult to, it basically has, it's a scalar generator. So it's, a, it's the same energy that's used in the spooky remote. It's the same pyramid power energy in the orgone pyramids. But it being wire, it's very lightweight. So I prefer to wear a tensor ring than, you know, carry a pyramid on the street. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Uh, I, I use these, these, sometimes they have the orgone pendants too, you know, but I prefer to wear the tensor rings, you know. Right.
Um, have you had much experience with uh, frequency imprinting on objects? Yeah. Um, okay, so one of the aspects of scalar energy or the so-called, you know, orgone energy, it's, it's all the same thing. There's many names for these subtle energies. You could call it quantum. You could call it holographic. It's the Tesla energy, the zero point. It's the scalar wave. Uh, Russians call it torsion field because it's kind of a vortex spinning energy, right? So, but th this is all the same thing. It's just many, many names for it. One aspect of the scalar wave is it, it has a property of being, being able to imprint on objects, you know? Whereas, say, if you're receiving a, a cell phone call or, you know, radio wave, as soon as it's off, it's, it's off, right? But scalar waves will actually imprint um, a sort of a quantum flavor, an energy, a signature. It has information on anything. So one of the experiments that I did was a plant growth experiment with the Spooky. And I specifically used Spooky or radionics. And so, you know, what was the plant experiment? Well, I took some tomato seeds, okay? I divided them into two. The, the ones I was, that was like the control, I had the control and the, the, the treated batch, right? So the same batch of seeds, but I had the treated and untreated. So I, ex I put the seeds on the spooky radionics on the input plate, and then I ran the growth frequency. It's a preset in uh, spooky. And it ran, I ran it for about 45 minutes, and this is only one time, one time exposure, right? So we're imprinting a growth frequency. It's like an extra energy input onto these seeds, right? I planted them. I had, you know, two batches, right? The treated and untreated. After five weeks, the difference was like this. It was about four times more growth on the treated tomato plants. And yeah. this, is, this is a one-time exposure for 45 minutes, right? So that's... Yeah. No difference in sunlight, no difference in soil, no difference in water, no fertilizer. So what was the difference? The energetics, right? And how much, how much money did that cost to achieve this bounty, this growth? Uh, a couple pennies, maybe? So it was just this. It was, you know, of course, using spooky, but it's also the understanding of the, there's all this, this energetic layer that's been ignored by most people, but now uh, through things like Spooky, and actually, you're using this every people that are using the remote. You're using these energies every day. Why do you think modern medicine is ignoring this energetic field? With this experiment that you did with your plants, it was such a simple experiment. It would have cost next to nothing to perform, and you saw the results as clear as right. anything. Well, I, this this, uh, this area of energetics is called electroculture, and people started doing experiments like this like 100 years ago, you know? So it totally blows away the whole argument of GMOs, the argument for, you know, pesticides and these kinds of things. But going back to your question, it's because uh, I would say this. I was talking about how all cultures have this knowledge of energy, right? This includes the West, right? 
the the Nordic or the European peoples had this also. But at a certain point, the development there was a bifurcation or a split, and so the West uh, started to go on a very logical, three D centered mentality. You know, very Cartesian. It has to be mapped out in squares. To if you can touch it, uh, feel it, quantify it, then it's real. If we can't measure it, if we can't feel it, it's not real. But what if you lack the instrumentation to measure these energies, right? Or, you know, you, it's very difficult to see some of these energies. Even we with our eyes only see visible light, right? I think there's a deeper, deeper reason, though, because you see, uh, if you go before the Enlightenment era, we're always told about, you know, Merlin the Magician, and it's like alchemy, right? And these guys were doing esoteric with scientific and that's presented to us as, uh, you know, is is a lot of uh, mysticism and um, people they just didn't really understand what was going on. I think people in the far past understood a lot more than some of the people today, Be because you have to consider this: if you, if you, because well, I do numerology, right? Which is a it's a it's a science of numbers, but it's an esoteric science of numbers. Okay. I can tell you it is 100% accurate, and the system I use is Pythagorean numerology. The same school that did the triangle, the Pythagorean, you know, triangle, they had they were deeply into the science of numbers. Also, it's archetypes of personality types related to numbers, right? If you if you have two halves of a whole, and you put one in your pocket, and you only hold this out to the public and say no. Th this is everything it is, right? Just the 3D, but you maintain and you keep the other half in your pocket. Well, then you have two halves of the equation, but you're only showing half to the public. Well, then you have a great advantage and you have a great deal of control over people. I think this is the reason. Uh, but besides, every culture kind of has a, a trend or an affinity to certain things, but even then, I think that this might have been a reason why the the Western world uh, went very much in this this total 3D understanding, you know, and and I really think that that it's not like the West didn't have it, but it was at some point it became suppressed and so-called lost, you know. Right, um, you touched a little bit earlier before about um, the human body being like a battery. Right. Now, I know, I know you've done a bit of research on the Lukowski coil. Can we talk about that for sure. a little? Okay, so, uh, you know, human health, actually the human body, is very similar to, the ba to a battery, like the, the battery that you put in electronic devices. It's just mm. never explained to us that way, you know? So how is a human body like a battery, or is how is health related to frequency? Well, uh, we're always told, you know, it's very important that you take antioxidants because, you know, it keeps us young and healthy and keeps your body from breaking down. Well, what is an antioxidant? An antioxidant is an electron donor. It's, it's raising the electrical potential, the charge of your system, right? And on the other end, you have toxins, uh, say like smog, pollution, that strip electrons from your body. And on a metal, like iron, this is called rust, right? <laughs> so actually, you know, if you're, losing free, if you're losing energy, having these electrons stripped off you, it's like a battery losing charge, 
And if you're eating healthy foods, if you're using rifing, you, you have a lot of like pyramids around you, you're wearing, you know, energy pendants, you're, you're ramping your frequency up, right? So disease lives in a bandwidth. So it, 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 it likes, you know, or let's say uh, conditions will start to set in when your energy is very low or if you have a chronic condition. So we know about spooky. Spooky works by, uh, I guess it's the analogy of the, the wine glass, right? You have a concert singer. She hits a certain pitch. The wine glass has a resonant frequency. You, you keep hitting that pitch and boom. It explodes, right? Everything has a, a resonant frequency. Rife called this the mortal oscillation uh, rate, I think. So, you know, bacteria, you hit the frequency, psh, you know, virus, psh. very simple idea. So this, this helps you by clearing your body, or you can run a detox that's which kind of like vibrate uh, very, various toxins out of your body and you can clear them, right? This is coming from one side of killing things off and then your, your immune system is no longer held down by the stress of try, trying to fight off all the toxins and parasites and so forth. And then by clearing things out, you're allowing the body to heal itself and your energy starts to ramp up again. This is coming from one side. But there's also, you're talking about uh, Lakovsky, you can come from the other side of charging the body up. And because disease is a frequency, so if you keep ramping your energy up, you, you'll start to rise above or supercharge the immune system where that disease frequency starts to fall away. So basically, there was this man, Lakovsky. He was a Russian. Uh, he lived in France for a while, and then he came to the U.S. But he had developed uh, some coils uh, in concert with uh, a Tesla coil, plasma energy. And it had a golden ratio uh, with the coil. And golden ratio is all, uh, always uh, very powerful. So basically pumping energy. Uh, I think that there was two coils and the, the person would sit in the middle, charging the body up, you know. So that's another way you can do it. But, you know, both come from an understanding of energetics. It's just that rifing, which most people know about, and Spooky 2 works off this principle, works from the principle of clearing things out. But Lakowski works from the principle of, of charging uh, your body up, you know? Mm. So. Do you know if there's any uh, Lakowski machines still in operation? I've, I've seen some online, but I haven't seen any that um you know that let's say it's like at a spooky level where you guys you know you're coming with like the newest stuff there's been some coils around but i um i i couldn't like vouch for any but you know this may be something that some people might want to look into because the most difficult thing is to to be the first one and come with the idea and a lot of these schematics are online so if people are interested just go look up uh, lakoski the multi-wave oscillator and, you know, I would be interested if there was a good one out there. So, you know, check it out. Okay. Um, can you tell us a bit about the Orgone uh, accumulator box? Oh, okay. This, this is another uh, kind of a, a historical fact that touches on this kind of human battery concept, right? So in the West, 
uh, it had gone, the, the historical track had gone very um, towards the, the scientific side, right, of, of, and not really, or dealing with the energetics. But there was a man, uh, Wilhelm Reich, who's an Austrian, who was a contemporary of Reich, and he started to bring back these concepts of energy. And he, you know, what we would, you know, everyone would be familiar with chi and prana and so forth. He called orgone, you know, and that, that's where the, the term for the orgone pyramids come from. It's from Reich's uh, orgone concept. But in, in his concept is very similar to the Chinese medicine, right? So uh, if you have a healthy flow of uh, the orgone or the chi or your health, healthy flow of energy in your body, no problem. If you have a blockage or stagnation, then, you know, that's where the disease is going to start to develop, right? So as above, so below. The energetics start to trend. If you let it go long enough, it manifests in the physical, right? Just like the spooky remote takes, you know, four times, maybe a little longer than the contact because you're going to like the etheric field and then it comes down to the physical. Same, same concept, right? But Reich, uh, he did several experiments. One of them was an orgone accumulator box where he had alternating layers of organic, uh, inorganic and organic material like wool and metal and so forth. And this would uh, tend to accumulate a higher energy potential of this etheric energy, you know, the orgone kind of scalar energy inside the box. So people that were having chronic conditions they actually, you know, started reporting, hey, you know, I'm noticing, you know, that he probably took volunteers, people with cancer and so forth. Wow, I am noticing a difference. So this also works on the same, similar concept as a Lakovsky coil, you know, charging the body, but it was a non-powered method. It's just basically a, an ambient, uh, passive method of, of creating a high energy potential in the space, having a person sit in there and their frequency would start rising. <clears throat> it's quite, quite amazing. And so um, their chronic conditions would um, diminish through the use of the accumulator box. Right. I, I mean, and a lot of these things were done, uh, you know, I think, Reich, a lot of his experiments was like the 20s to the 40s. So this was done long ago. You know, same Rife, he was doing this long ago, and there were medical trials mm -hmm. and so forth. But it's just that uh, at that time, you didn't have internet, right? It, uh, even newspapers, you couldn't read newspapers from even outside your own city, right? So the, the spread of information was a lot slower. So, but now uh, we have the internet. People are much more aware. So it's like the, th this is one thing, touching a little bit on the esoteric. We're entering the Aquarian age, right? We're not quite there. I think we have like another 200 years or so until we're fully in. But, you know, just talking about uh, archetypes or, you know, signs and symbols, because you can relate this to the trends. I'm not saying people have to wholly believe in this because this is, you know, astrology and so forth. But one thing that they say about the Aquarian age is the air sign. Just like the Wi-Fi air sign, the man with the water pitcher, free flow of information and it's also the group the 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 group mind 
so you know what do you have with social media it's like people bouncing off each other almost instantaneously the flow of information is so rapid so uh, you're starting to have you know the spread of things like the spooky two and so forth and you know it, it's uh, we're coming to that time when a lot of these concepts that have been around are finally starting to spread to more and more people great um, earlier on you're saying that diseases prefer to live at a lower bandwidth yeah. um, Wolfgang has asked the question um, we've got the Schumann resonance of 7.8 right. Hertz which is quite low frequencies mm -hmm. how, how does that tie in with um, with germs and pathogens, bacteria, viruses? Well, uh, I would say, you know, the, the Schumann resonance is, it, it's, it's actually a relatively slow pulse. It, it's like seven, eight pulses a second, right? But it's, it's a very calming, it's a grounding frequency of the earth, you know? So I, I would say that uh, you can still have like that earth pulse, pulse which is very slow, but then in your own body have a high charge, you know? Because uh, on the other end, uh, because uh, it, it just depends what you're talking about, you know? The human res resonance is a very popular set or frequency to use for meditation, healing, and so forth. Uh, just because a wave or frequency is very high doesn't necessarily mean it's good. For example, the 5G Wi-Fi standard that they're bringing in is... 24,000 million times faster than the Schumann resonance. It's not healthy. It's like going like this, right? But right. that's kind of separate from your own internal body energetics. Yeah. Right. Um, we're, um, in the previous seminar, we are talking about essential oils. And they themselves, uh, right. do, they, do they have a frequency? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you'll find that a lot of the... Um, essential oils like say like lavender or uh, rose they they have a very high frequency it's very cleansing right even if you uh, you have a diffuser or you put some uh, lavender oil in your bath or you have some um, in your bedroom is very cleansing and that's because it has a very high frequency so um, you can apply this understanding of energetics to all areas you know, if and and that's the thing too is like if you get interested in one particular uh, area of anything, and you keep digging more into it, it starts to connect to everything else. Right. Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned before we started the discussion um, that you wanted to talk about the uh, the Zappa preset that's within speaking. Oh, right, right. Uh, so uh, I I noticed this the now the Zapper. That's it's the HC or Holder Clark preset in Spooky. So uh, Holder Clark was a naturopath that noticed that parasites had a lot to do with um, health and disease. So she focused really on uh, herbal remedies like um, the black walnut and so forth in conjunction with using uh, electronic zapper. And so this doesn't really work on you know a range of frequencies she just had like one or two presets with a square wave and uh for whatever reason the the parasites and so forth they don't like this constant square wave it's like a it's like an on and off pulse right 
I noticed that running the Holder Clark presets, I also had a lot more energy, which is, um, you know, I feel better when I'm running certain of the, you know, after a rifing session and detox, I notice I feel better. But immediately after I had done the Zapper preset, this is on contact mode. I I noticed I was a lot more alert, had a lot more energy, and some people attribute this to the 100% offset because you're running an electrical current through your body. So again, that that concept of the human battery, the charging yourself up. I, I don't have any citation for this. This is just an observation. But you know, uh, you guys have provided such a platform to try so many different things. So through time, I've done like the growth experiment with the plants. Um, which I should mention, you could actually try to do with the remote. It's just, it's a lot easier to use a spooky radon you know, because you could place it on top of the plate. To place the seeds in the remote, you'd have to put it in the little gap here, right? Um, I've done the zapper. Um, I don't have one right now personally, but the spooky central uh, I've worked with here in LA. Um, just so, so many things, you know? And then, like, um, I have my radionics pyramid here, which I attach to the, the spooky uh, radionics. And I, I use this for chakra toning, for dream boost, um, for boosting radionic trends. And so, I mean, there's just so many things you can do, spooky. So, you know, that's why I'm, I'm, I really feel honored that you invited me on because um, I'm, you know, I'm a user. I just happen to develop a few things a little extra that I was interested to work in conjunction with uh, your, your system. And things that are very interesting, I might add, as well. Now, since we're talking about radionics, can you explain how does radionics work? And also okay. explain the word, the term manifestation. Okay. Well, with rifing, I would say there, there is an overlap between rifing and radionics. But if you go to the far end of radionics, it's, uh, I would say, rifing is a very logical, right? A plus B equals C. You have a pathogen. Every, you know, everything has a resonant frequency. We find the frequency. We run it, right? And then, boom, the bacteria or the pathogen implodes, and we did a good job, right? A plus B equals C. Very logical, right? Then we move to radionics, right? Which is also dealing with energy. If you, you are making a homeopathic uh, tincture or um, copying, say, a, a herb or something onto a water sample or a placebo pill, it's still kind of understandable. It's a frequency. We're just transferring it to a sample that you can take, right? There's also radionic rates for various conditions. They have books of rates, which is just numbers, right? So rates for a particular um, condition, we put the rates in, you know, dial it in, and we run it. Very similar to rifing, right? That's understandable. But one thing when you're dealing with the holographic field is the scalar wave or this, this quantum subtle energy field, it's synonymous with the thought wave. Right? So we've all heard that you create your own reality. Well, there's actually a basis behind this. So one of the things you can do with radionics is uh, it touches on the realm of manifestation. Right? So 
Uh, I actually, I don't have it here with me, but I, I make a little booster disc. It's a little orgone booster, same material as the pyramids, to put on the plate. It's an extra energy input of the scalar, scalar energy or so-called orgone pushing through the plate, right, to, to boost the trends, the radionic trends. People will ask me, well, you know, how much, how, exactly how much uh, advantage will I get using this? And I, I tell them, I, I really can't give you a discrete number, and that kind of disturbs people. Well, what are you talking about, right? Because Western scientific mind, we want to we wanna know everything. Every, everything has to be the same, whether you use it, I use it, he uses it. Well, you can say that on, on the A plus B equals C more rifing mentality, but then when you get to the radionics and the foreign and the manifestation, it's this quantum entanglement factor. If I run a radionic trend is different than you running it, right? Because we become part of the working. We become part of the process. So, you know, I've had people report, um, it was actually Adam from Burkana Labs told me that some people said five times faster, but somebody else may only get two times faster, right? And that, that depends on the mentality, the focus, and those kind of things. And also, uh, with radionics, you, they call a witness, that's the target, right? So uh, say with, a, with the spooky remote, we put the DNA sample in there as the, as the entanglement, the, the target, right? To, to send the frequencies. But with radionics, you could use a photograph. Like a photograph, how does that work? Because a photograph has the quantum signature of you, the person. But I, I will tell you, you know, I, I, there's kind of like levels of leverage. You know, if you have a DNA sample, that's a pretty high degree of like resolution, right? But you could also write a person's name and put it on the witness plate. That is pretty far out, you know, because the, the way reality works is much different. The, like how what we were taught or what we conceive of how it works is much different than an act, how it actually happens. Mm-hmm. It's quite 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 a uh, quantum step in um, thinking to um, to understand all this. Let, let, let me say this also: these are all you know great healing tools, but when you get to this far end of manifestation, you are getting to what sages, seers, and yogis have talked about for millennia, and also this this does kind of become a spiritual thing because we are all in a tapestry of creation. So now you can not think about that too much and just do the simple things, right? But when you really get to the deep levels, we are all connected. So you always want to use it in the highest good and also um, a kind of a selflessness, you know, because uh, since things are holographic, right, if there's somebody hungry, if there's somebody in need and you ignore them, you know, uh, if there's, if we always want to extend a helping hand because there's no wall in the quantum reality, there is no wall to hide behind if you're treating people the wrong way or you're looking down on them because the, we may all actually look different, but you are looking at yourself. Everybody is kind of a reflection of yourself. So, you know, this touches on, um, yeah, you know, it's quite amazing, actually, when you start getting into the 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 holographic universe, you know. Right. Um, just touching on pyramids, what is the significance of the shape of the pyramid? 
Oh, okay. Uh, with pyramids, one thing that we are not taught in school is something called shape power. So certain geometries have a field effect or a power to them. So uh, one of the most powerful shapes is the pyramid. And, you know, I showed you the pyramids I make before, but this is a pyramid frame. So even this, with just tubing, this is actually very strong, you know? If you, if you put your, you know, I'm not going to do it, but if you wore it as a pyramid hat, I've actually done it, you actually feel like if any, anybody's had Reiki, you actually start feeling a pressure in your head. This is just points in space, right? It's not even connected. There's nothing in here. That's because it's not just a 3D. You're connecting points in the energetic space. And uh, any cone shape or pyramid shape, you know, if you take a pyramid and you spin it infinitely, it becomes a cone, right? Any cone shape will amplify, just like the speaker in your home hi-fi system, any cone shape will amplify a signal. So similarly, if you put crystals and various materials in here, it's, it's amplifying that energy. So, uh, yeah, the pyramid is one of the best energetic shapes to use, especially if you use it in certain proportions, like the Giza pyramid is, uh, it's like one half phi ratio. It's encoded in the pyramid and the higher slope ones, which the Russians are very much into, they call it, uh, it's a true golden ratio. The base to the slope is 1.67. So, you know, th there's a lot to it, but I would say that you can just look at the way we live today. One of the lowest energetic shapes you can live in is a metal box. You know, that's Saturn energy, the cube. So yes. if, if somebody from another planet came down and they looked around, they'd say, oh, man, the, the, uh, we got to bring more pyramids down here. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, what, what do the Native American Indians live in? But, you know, the, the teepees. And yes. cent Central Asia, they call the Kurgan. Like a lot of the Mongolians and the traditional Slavic, they had a rounded uh, tent kind of structure. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, you were talking about energy levels with healing before. Um, can we talk a bit about negative energies? Um, other um, people may think of them like a demonic forces. You know, um, what can, what's your take on this? Okay. So... Now, my family, I, I come from, I'm, I'm American, but my family is a Buddhist priest line for 400 years. Uh, wow. our, se our sect in Japan is uh, Pure Land Jodo Shinshu. It's like Amitofo in China, right? But we didn't, it, it was very grounded. It wasn't very esoteric. But, you know, Buddhism is very open. So anything you're interested in, they're not going to tell you, no, that's wrong, or tell you what to do. So my mind was very open from from young age and uh, I also had a lot of health problems and then uh, as time went on I, f I found that you know a lot of the therapies I was going to acupuncture for years in my 20s um, I noticed that I would only improve to a certain point and then I came to the realization that the problem was energetic which which is overlapped with emotions so uh, a lot of people, they have gut problems, and that's because gut uh, is second chakra, which relates to uh, creativity, 
uh, sexuality, but also emotions. And, you know, human beings are very emotional. <laughs> We're very irrational. But uh, the thing about the human being, it is, it is a creator. We are creators. Where does creativity come from? It comes from emotional power, right? But the negative side of emotion is being too self-critical, too hard on yourself, right? The positive side is creativity actually manifests reality, literally, you know? So, and then also uh, I teach classes from time to time on intuition and, you know, so-called psychic development. To access the so-called intuitive or psychic mind, uh, often use visualization, which is creativity. So the, the more that you can visualize it in your mind, the color, the shape, things like this, the more it activates uh, the trend. And again, the, 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 this kind of quantum field, it's, it's, it's connected to the thought form or your intention. You know, so uh, going, going back to your question of, um, you know, negative energies, I'm in Los Angeles, California, for years known as a new age kind of hippie center, right? But, you know, I come from a hundred years of my own family tradition, and Buddhism is connected to the Vedic tradition, which goes back thousands of years, right? So, uh, the, the traditional cultures are very grounded. But I think that even, you know, I, I encourage people to get into a lot of the, the new energy, so-called new energies coming in, right? But I think that a lot of people are coming into this field unbalanced, and they're only looking at the light side. Right. Well, this we still are in a, a world of polarity. There's there's light and dark, you know. So and uh, there's a law that everything is based on permission or your intention. So, you know, that's why the, the Buddha, he said, you know, right thought, be mindful of your thoughts. Right. And we now now we can connect it to the quantum energies or the scalar energies. It's like. Well, that makes sense because the thought waves will, you know, if you think something long enough, it's going to start things in motion, you know? So, cool. yeah. Uh, but everything is based on permission. So there's a lot of, so there, there's things that happen to people in life. And a lot of us that come to the, the healing field, you know, whether for ourselves or, you know, working on other people is because we had our own, um, issues or things to heal, right? But I would tell you that there's always a cause, causation or a karmic effect. And, you know, as, as far as energies go, if you're drinking a lot, you're actually changing your frequency. If you're taking drugs, you're opening portals for, for influences to come in, okay? Uh, if you're dealing with things like a Ouija board, you know, People may think, I'm, I'm, but I'm speaking openly. If you're doing certain things, because, you know, if you're de dealing with Ouija boards, certain um, hyper-dimensional symbols, which they would call sigils, you have to be very careful because just, you can even put a point and make a circle. You've already started something. So you have to be mindful of what you're doing, you know? You don't have to be afraid, but you have, I, I think that, you see the level of the so-called game has moved up the level. We're moving up a, a frequency level. So you have re responsibility now to understand what this is because I come from a family tradition and I think that 
it's maybe my interest and I've been in this for, you know, I'm still relatively young, but I, this is basically all I think about every day, right? Uh, I, and I have been through these things personally. It's like you, you don't have to be afraid, but you just, you know, just know what the framework is, you know, because uh, we live in a world of free will. So if you have a problem, you just have to take a step back and say, okay, where where did this come from? What was the causation and things like that? And it's similar. I'm talking about the so-called spiritual or energetic levels. It's similar to looking at a physical disease, but you look at the energetic side. It's exactly the same. And there is a framework. You just have to do enough work to look at it. And I would call it maybe there's some amount of self-knowledge. So, yeah. Okay. Um, but can this negative energy be inherited from a previous? Yeah, yeah. Well, we were talking about how the scalar energies can imprint, right? So this is mm. actually genetic memory, right? Well, we know, say... Uh, I mean, my, my family was actually incarcerated here in the U.S. during the World War II because they put all the Japanese, like 100,000 men, men, women, and children in uh, behind barbed wire in camps here. So, Gosh. you know, a lot of the Japanese here, even though I wasn't there, there's still some kind of stress <laughs> related to that. Now, you could say that was just passed down through the above-board, you know, habits of your family and your parents. But mm. I would say just like... Uh, some of the the African Americans here have been through slavery. That is literally imprinted. That energy is imprinted on you. Now you can clear all these things, but a lot of people are not even aware that this energetic layer exists, right? So if you're talking about uh, things being passed down, you, you may have had a grandfather or someone in your family line that had made certain energetic contracts, uh, and you can clear these influences, but you have to know about them. Because, again, this is free will, right? And if you didn't say anything or didn't do anything and you let that trend continue, then it's going to continue. But if you say, oh, you know what? This is not even my stuff. This is some energetic influence from generations back. It's not my stuff. Then you can clear it out. So, you know, again, this is getting more into the realm of, uh, of mysticism. But actually, if you understand it from, you know, there, there is kind of like, if you take it logically and you've dealt with these energies, uh, it's something to consider. I'm not saying everybody believe it, but this is my perspective from having dealt with these things. So. And how, how do you clear these energies? So sometimes uh, it takes a facilitator. You know, there's various groups and various techniques. I'm not going to endorse any, but there's various techniques that are out there that okay. sometimes it takes a, takes a facilitator to help, help you basically help yourself, right? But some people, if they do enough self-work and meditation, a, a lot of these things will clear also. Because, again, it, it is a frequency thing too. It, mm. It's just sometimes difficult to clear something out if you don't know what the problem is. And then sometimes with extreme trauma, uh, you may even have blocked memories. I had that myself, right? So how do you fix something if you don't even remember what the problem is, right? But I, I would tell you this. Uh, 
everything wants to reach a healthy balance. So if you put the intention there, it may take you some time, but if you put the intention there, the healing will happen. You know, uh, it may even come through some synchronicity that you encounter something like spooky or you encounter a healer or some technique or something that some training and healing that you have to do yourself. But uh, the tools are, I would say the tools are out there. There's, there's more access today than there has ever been before in modern times. So I think it's a, it's a great time to be around and it's also fun, you know. There's such a multitude of things you can do with a spooky system. So, mm-hmm. Uh, um, can we just touch on one last subject, Masaki? That's um, numerology. Sure. Numerology. You, okay. I saw this on your website. Can you explain to me what that is, please? Okay, so uh, I do many things, right? I work with the pyramids. Um, I also do readings, uh, n- numerology readings. Now, numerology is the science of numbers, but through the esoteric lens, right? So typically when I would do a reading on the person, I say, I need your, your birth name, or for women, it would be their married name, and the date of birth, right? So how do we get information from this? Well, through time, there, it's been known that there's certain personality types or archetypes connected to numbers right but we know that you know like tesla said through frequency and resonance anything is possible right so numbers is a frequency it's a pitch it's a tone just like in music right so the date of your birth that has numbers that's easy to understand how we can calculate it down right what about name because now we're dealing with alphabetic letters, right? Well, the alphabet, we can assign uh, numbers to. So you could say A, B, C, D, one, two, three, four, right? And you notice A is also one, that's alpha. So if you ever meet somebody like Alex or Alexandra, typically they'll have sort of that go-getter alpha trait, you know, they wanna be number one. So in this way, by calculating the birthday, by calculating the name, and then, you know, whole name, just the vowels, just the consonants, and so forth, we get about five archetypal levels of personality that is a representation of you, the unique person, you know? And also, from the day we're born, things go in a cycle. So from the day you're born, uh, a kind of biorhythm starts. So from this, I could talk for about an hour uh, just with a person's name and their birthday, and I found it to be 100% accurate. So I would say this. Just from the day of the month, from 1 to 31, I could could get some information. So if, like, Echo's there or you want to – give a day of the month that you were born from one to 31 like because <laughs> that day is the special skill so if there's a volunteer give me a number and i'll tell you what it means number just a random number doesn't mean anything oh, oh, oh from one to thirty one to 31 the the day okay. of the month they were born okay just yeah. okay i'm not saying who it's for but number 16. How uh 16 Six, 16 combines to 7, right? 
this was actually Pythagoras's favorite number. So it's the number of the deep thinker or the researcher. Yeah. Wow. Typically somewhat of an introvert, but it has the the power is going to deep levels of understanding. Uh, actually, I believe Rife had this. Rife had a, had some combinations of being an alpha, like a number one, and he had the seven, which was uh, you know great for inventor and things like that. So. Okay, I won't say who it was. <laughs> well, this is this has been an incredibly interesting talk. Um, we've been um, listening to Masaki um, Miyagawa. He's um, been um, we're lucky to have him agree to come onto our show and talk to us about energy healing and many other many other little um, side topics from that. Thank you so much for coming onto our show, Masaki. Um, his website is um, akaida.com. Uh, please, it's, um, I'll spell that out, it's A-K-A-I-D-A.com. I do encourage you to visit his site, and I also encourage you to support him. So um, thank you for watching, and um, goodbye. Thank you. Bye, everybody.